This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing the teams most likely to improve in 2021. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 if either fighter lands a punch. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia. Call 888-532-3500. All right, Sam, let's each pick a team and discuss maybe some others. Which teams are going to improve most in 2021 prior to free agency, prior to the draft? Who you got at this point in the season? Well, the obvious, the most obvious candidate, I think, is Jacksonville because, you know, they might actually get a quarterback now and therefore catapult immediately into a completely different stratosphere. But I'm going to go with Dallas. Um, And there's not a lot of logic with Dallas, right? Because I think it's been several seasons now where teams have been, where people have been saying that the Dallas Cowboys, this is their year. This is the year they go into the playoffs. They win some games. They look great. They were a potential Super Bowl candidate, all these kinds of things. I'm not giving up. I refuse. I'm going to wait until it pays off. We're staying in. We're holding. It's like GameStop, right? We're holding until it goes to the moon. This is the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Dak Prescott is going to come back. They're not going to let him out of the building. They will franchise tag him if needs be the defense started to get its stuff together towards the end of the year it was heading in the right direction it's probably not going to be good next year but as long as it's not a complete and total dumpster fire it should be much more viable overall and the offense with Dak Prescott in it is completely different to the offense with Andy Dalton or Ben DiNucci in it so this is it this is the season Dallas will be good this year and therefore take a giant step forward from the six wins they managed in the cluster that was the NFC East last year the Cowboys equal GameStop huh when did their stock hit like 380 bucks when did that even happen it hasn't yet that's what I'm saying you got to hold you got to hold it's going through the tough times it's gonna hit 350 400 whatever it is it's going to get there and 2021 is the year so you said Jacksonville was the easy one. I thought Dallas was the easy one to pick. Just getting <laughs> a full season of Dak instead of five games of Dak, I think immediately makes them better. Uh, our guy Anthony Tresh has a nice article over at PFF.com where he ranked these teams. He put the Cowboys at number three, gave a couple, hey, here's some offseason to-do list, uh, you know, things to do. 
drafting Caleb Farley, our number one corner at number 10, 10 overall is on his offseason to do list, which I think is a is a good start. Obviously, re-signing Dak has to be a part of that. So you're expecting that offense to fire on all cylinders the way we thought they would this year. And then the defense just has to get a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, it, it was firing when they had Dak. Now, it didn't matter because the defense was such a, a, a pile of garbage that they weren't winning anyway, necessarily. But that offense was absolutely cooking with Dak. They're going to get him back. They're going to get some offensive linemen back as well. The whole unit should be dramatically better. And the defense, again, if it just takes a step from terrible to, you know, bad, it, it moves the needle enough that Dak Prescott with that offense can win games. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the team that you said was most obvious. It's number two on Mr. Tresh's list. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they'll be most improved this year with that starting foundation of having Trevor Lawrence, right? So obviously that's a big, that's a big help. Um, realistically though, I don't know if he's going to produce all that much better than Gardner Minshew produced over the last couple of years. And that's not a knock on Trevor Lawrence. It's just kind of like, Hey, Gardner was actually really good and, and underrated the last couple of years. But I think Lawrence gets the ball rolling as far as their stability going forward. And I think where the Jaguars improve is just the ability to, to just add pieces everywhere. So extra draft capital, extra first round pick, and all of that free agent money. I think the Jags are positioned between Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. The thing that I've cited about the Patriots in the past, where, hey, maybe they'll be able to get a lot of these middle-class free agents that are going to get released. I think the Jaguars might be a good team for that. They've got money, Urban Meyer, the great recruiter, and you have your future franchise quarterback. Is Jacksonville all of a sudden going to be this attractive place to land, even though it's a smaller market? I think there's a world where that's the case. I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> it's certainly more attractive than when they were tearing this thing down into its constituent pieces and essentially tanking for Trevor, which they, they successfully navigated. Um, look, Trevor Lawrence, Chris Sims, number two quarterback, should make a seismic difference to Jacksonville going forward. But the difference between the Jags and a team like Dallas is that the things that, are, that need to happen for Dallas to take a big step forward are already going to happen. They're like, they're, they're sort of guaranteed futures. Um, the things that need to happen for Jacksonville to take the same kind of step forward, you know, if you just look at Tresh's article on pff.com, uh, ranking the NFL teams most likely to improve, he's got a list of things to, to take them a big step forward, but they need to actually do them. You know, they need to get a guy like Orlando Brown with a trade or, or they need to sign a, a big free agent like John Johnson in free agency. And you're right, they've got the money to do all these things, but they still need to actually hit on those moves. You know, Dallas are just getting players back from injury um, and placing the franchise tag on a guy. They don't have to do an awful lot for the, their futures to be realized. Jacksonville needs to make a bunch of moves and have those moves work out collectively you know, and have Trevor Lawrence be that difference maker year one. It's certainly possible. I'm not saying it's unlikely, but it's a it's a different element of risk to a team like Dallas. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated to see what the Jags do. You know, with the extra draft capital, I think needing a left tackle. Uh, I don't know if trading for Orlando Brown is the move, but I think the back end of the first round, there'll be another tackle available. I think the, grabbing another receiver to pair with DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault would be great. And then just attack the secondary, attack the secondary, both in free agency and the draft. If the Jags can do that, uh, they'll certainly win more than their one game. But I think they might actually be contending in the AFC South. So 
I'll take the Jags. You take the Cowboys. Any other teams that come to uh, Tresh's number one team, by the way, was the Cincinnati Bengals. Neither one of us went that way. Thoughts on the Bengals or any other teams that could be most improved next year? I I don't love the Bengals. I I, I just I want to see what Joe Burrow looks like coming back from this injury before I'm willing to write checks in terms of where the Bengals are going to jump to next year. Also, I want to see what they do with that offensive line. Otherwise, it's just going to be the repeat of the same thing. The team that wasn't actually on his list, but I think is a good team to highlight is Whenever you're talking about like worst to first, I always look at whose season went to hell last year for like reasons that weren't reasonable to expect. The 49ers basically played the entire season without their quarterback, right? They, they Ooh, had yeah. um, Nick Mullins, they had C.J. Beathard. It was a disaster. They couldn't get quality play out of either of those guys. Kyle Shanahan gets Jimmy G back for a season. The 49ers are going to be good. They're going to win a bunch more games. They uh, The division is harder. You know, the Rams probably got better. The Seahawks maybe treaded water. Cardinals maybe got better. Um, so their their work is cut out for them. But just having a viable quarterback for 16 games with Kyle Shanahan makes them a significantly better team than they were last year. And not just Jimmy G. The whole team got wrecked by injuries. They yeah. didn't have that group of playmakers out there very often together. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Almost George never. Kittle. Right. Like that, that trio as a starting point for your boy, uh, Kyle Shanahan and the way he likes to deploy his resources, that'd be great. You know, that, that so I, I think just staying healthy puts the 49ers uh, in that mix. That's a good a good shout out. I'm with you on the Bengals. I feel like I, I like Burrow. I think they're going to attack the offensive line quite a bit. And I think that'll be much improved if they if they make a few decent moves there. I think with the Bengals, though, the, the, the to do list is just so long and, and so much of it starts with the line. And it's burrow centric, but two out of their three best defensive players are free agents. And if if they lose William Jackson, Carl Lawson, or both, it's just making that starting point that much worse, that much uh, lower uh, for a defensive overhaul that's much needed there. So anyway, let us know. Who do you think will be the most improved team in 2021? It's the PFF NFL Daily. 